0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey Podcast with your host, Emma Daughter.
1: Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Colin Fletcher.
0: What's up, everybody?
1: Colin, I am so glad you're here. Longtime listener, first-time caller. Yes, as, indeed. As indeed. they say. Here. Um, but for those who don't know you, would you share a little bit about how you came to know the Lord and then fast forward, what's going on in your life today?
0: I'd love to. Uh, Thank you. So I was raised in the church um, early on in my life, single mom, dad died when I was a baby. Mm. Um, When I hit high school, I got baptized, but then started straying into what the world had to offer and just got distracted by that and slowly strayed away from God. In college kind of did the whole fraternity lifestyle Mm. thing. The interesting asterisk with that is that towards the end of my college days, I developed an addiction to Adderall. Mm. And that kind of... That messed me up. That made life pretty hard for about five, eight years, And but, but God, and He's good, and so sure. He started reeling sure. me back in, and then in July 2013, fully surrendered to Christ, and everything, God just let everything start falling into place, met my wife not too long after that, had a short season as a children's minister at a small wow. Methodist church, yeah, and um, uh, eventually, though, once we got married, uh, we came together and... She had been to Watermark before. She had been to the porch before. She wanted Mm -hmm. to check out foundation groups. We got plugged in. It took a second. It was like, ah, this church is so big. But we got plugged in. You got that newly
1: married group. Big church feels small. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're still with with one couple from that foundation group. And we've been here since 2016. And I get to—I'm blessed to serve as our community group leader, as a um, community group shepherd, and also on regeneration.
1: Amazing. And for those who don't know— What is Regeneration?
0: Regeneration is a 12-step Christ-centered recovery and discipleship program. Everyone from—I mean, if you're in the middle of addiction to if you just need to work on anxiety and people-pleasing and those deeper-rooted sins, um, it's something that uh, God can use to help anyone grow in their intimacy with Him and become a new creation.
1: I love it. I will uh, make sure we get the link for information about Regen because they have locations— all over the everywhere. country. Everywhere. Yeah. So cool. Um, that's on Monday nights. Yes. But today, right now, we're in Joshua 1. It's exciting. It's so exciting. It's a great time, just by way of a reminder, to invite new friends to read along with you. Maybe it's family, friends, community group, or small group members. Um, I, I know there's some neat stories of young adults reading with their grandparents across the country. Yeah, that's like, cool. Joshua is a great a great starting point. Um, and it's it's a little bit more fun than numbers. I mean, number <laughs> numbers was fun. Joshua's shorter. Yes. We've got some more action. Yep. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. But Colin, I'm gonna let you just take it away.
0: Well, the teacher and me couldn't help it. Uh, I'm a teacher now, by the way, uh, high school. Nice. Yeah. God let me. God brought three important points you can take away from Joshua. One, one's on God Himself. The second one is on Joshua, and then what is the application to us? So, first point: when it comes to God, we really see God's character come out uh, in the first nine, ten verses Mm. of Joshua 1 when he exhorts um, Joshua. We see that God is is generous. He desires to give his people a fruitful land. We see that God is faithful, Mm. just as I promised to Moses, he says in verse 3, or I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 6, God never fails. On delivering on his promises. Uh, God protects his people. He says, He reassures that no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. He reminds Joshua and us generations later that he is present as I was with you. So, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And then later on, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hmm. Uh, We see God is good in desiring his people to be successful. He wants them um, to have a good life. Yeah, Uh, he
1: wants them to win.
0: Yes, yes, he does. They've been, they had been through a lot and um the english teacher in me really notices um god's usage of repetition if you ever really want to know what's most important to god it's not to take away from any one particular scripture but if you really want to know what's most important to god pay attention when he repeats himself Mm. in john 1 he repeats about the divinity of christ and the proverbs is our uh our mouth, money and morals, love one another's like 12 times the new testament um, the church's unity as uh, the trinity's unity in John 17 there's all these important places in scripture where John rep- where uh, God repeats himself mm-hmm. and where he repeats himself in Joshua for both Joshua's ears and ours later on is to be strong and courageous he says it 3 times in verses 6 7 9 and then for good measure and I, I wonder if the people were aware that like Joshua had already heard it three times. But the very end of this chapter is, "Hey, just just be strong and courageous." Like mm. the people tell it to him one yeah. more time. Only only
1: be strong and courageous.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That's all you got to do.
0: Yes, that's it. Um, so much easier said than <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> um, and then from Joshua. It's good to know, in case you're diving into the podcast now and you hadn't been in Numbers, it's good to know some backstory on Joshua. So Joshua was one of a dozen spies uh, sent out to check out the land of Canaan, the land that's eventually going to belong to the Israelites. And it was only him and one other guy that gave a good report all of the uh, well what they saw when they got there were these giants like literal giants possibly from the nephilim we won't we'll get into that today <laughs> yeah
1: that's a rabbit <laughs> trail right
0: right but these literal giants that no matter how well trained or equipped they were they're just straight up bigger but joshua and the other guy their faith they didn't deny that there were giants there but they their faith was in god they knew mm-hmm. god was on their side and it didn't matter who was on the other side of the table who was on the other side of that field that battlefield he was God was going to deliver them and God blesses Joshua in that the other 10 guys who did not give a good report they did not get to see the promised land. Joshua not only gets to see it but he gets to lead the nation of Israel. And so it's Joshua's faith that helped him be victorious. Um and then within chapter 1 itself you when know, we don't know if if he was a little anxious or why but God made sure to give Joshua that reminder to be strong and courageous. God did Mm -hmm. not want him to forget that. And Joshua being a leader and any of us as Christians, because God's going to place us as Christians in leadership positions at our work, in life, wherever that may be. He wanted Joshua to know, take that, be strong and courageous, because that then washed over into the people, the Israelites who had been so, just full of so much fear Mm -hmm. back in Numbers 14. Right. They were now, they were eager they they heard Joshua, they got pumped up. They're they're gonna go wherever he goes. But again, they give Joshua that reminder. But remember, be strong and courageous. And he was successful as we dive further into the book of Joshua. We're gonna see Joshua being successful in his military campaigns and eventually divvying up the land of the 12 mm-hmm. tribes of Israel and fulfilling one of God's purposes for for that generation.
1: It's so good. How do we live differently? Because of what we read here,
0: it's really hard, and I'm sure God was intentional with this. It's really hard to not read this and think that that strong and courageous applies to us. I know in my Mm -hmm. own life, you know, I have aging parents that I'm that I'm getting to walk with and um, move some transitions there. Completing a book I write, being a high school teacher in uh, a Christian in the public school setting, there's all sorts of mountains I face, Mm -hmm. y'all face, we all face in life, and we need that reminder to be strong and courageous. One of the most common commands in scripture is fear not. Every Mm -hmm. time an angel appears to a person, fear not. Don't be afraid. Right. Yes. And so for us, it means developing a love for God's word, uh, knowing God's presence and character so that we're not afraid. He's providential. He's always at work. And then just remembering that God doesn't forsake us. So just seek him out. We can get distracted by so many things. And it's just— just keep seeking God and knowing Him.
1: Yeah, I love the the developing a love for God's Word point. My, my favorite verse in this chapter isn't Joshua 1.9, it's Joshua 1.8, when God says, Hey, this book of the law, it shouldn't depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, being careful to do according to all that's written in it, for then you'll have this success. And if you know the story of Joshua, you know it went pretty well for him. But there is a, a key uh, criteria there that looks a little bit different today. Mm-hmm. Like for us, we're not guaranteed that if we have a quiet time every morning, our life's going to be amazing, amazingly successful. But there is some value in it. Would you speak to that really quick as we close?
0: Well, as you said that, the the thing that came to mind is that God doesn't necessarily deliver us from the storms or from the storms from our life, but He gives us peace in the middle of the storms. Mm. The more faithful we are to God, the the harder positions, frankly, He's going to put us in because He needs hardworking people who love Him, who love His Son, and are willing to to share the gospel in a world that's frankly hostile to it. But we mm. got to keep loving our neighbor as best as we can and just sharing, being a light. It's a good
1: challenge, Colin. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Invite your friends to read with us. Joshua is going to be a great time. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible